Hey friends, and welcome to episode 108 of It's About Time, a podcast sharing stories and strategies to inspire better work, life, and balance. I'm your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick, and today's episode is all about the secret sauce to making your dreams come true. And when I say dreams come true, I'm not talking Cinderella's castle fairy tales. I mean real life dreams. Landing the dream job, buying or building the dream home, investing in the beach condo, the lake house, or the cabin in the woods, planning and taking the dream vacation, hitting that revenue goal, hitting that profit goal, climbing the mountain, running the marathon, or whatever it is that gives you that glimmer in your heart and those butterflies in your stomach. So let's say you've got your vision for the future. You know what you want life to look like and you know the stories you want to tell. You've taken that vision and you've set goals, smart goals, like the ones we talked about in episode 107. So you've got a clear plan for how you want to make that vision a reality. That should be enough, right? Just get after it and go. Well, hold your horses because there's one super critical final piece of the puzzle for making it all happen. Accountability. And that's exactly what we're talking about today in episode 108. First, you'll hear why accountability is the secret sauce to bringing your goals to the finish line and beyond. I'll tell you what to look for in an accountability partner and how to make the ask. I'll reveal five common mistakes we make when working with an accountability partner. And then finally, I'll share the ultimate strategy for leveling up your personal and professional life for maximum impact. And because I know you're probably making the most of your time and you're listening in the car while you're running errands or you're doing stuff around the house, it might be a little inconvenient for you to stop what you're doing and take notes. Don't worry, I've got you covered. You can find all the details from this episode over in the show notes. And today's show notes can be found at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 108. And while today's big topic is accountability, the step before accountability is setting good goals. If you want to set goals this year, but you're not sure where to start, or maybe it feels overwhelming, or you know you need to set goals, but you're having trouble carving out the time, If that sounds like you, then I've got something exciting up my sleeve just for you. This year, for the first time, I've taken my tried and true past, present, future goal setting process, and I'm hosting a live goal setting workshop so you can plan your best year ever and set smart goals using the exact method that dozens of my one-on-one time management coaching clients have used to map out their goals for the year ahead. Join me for Ready, Set, Goals, a live 90-minute interactive goal-setting workshop on December 28th. In Ready, Set, Goals, we'll use my simple three-part system for setting goals with purpose and intention. Setting goals and making a plan for your year doesn't have to be complicated, stuffy, or boring. 2022, it's your year. It's our year. So join me for Ready, Set, Goals on December 28th. 
Yes, that's that weird week between Christmas and New Year when you don't know what day it is and you're probably living in sweatpants. But it turns out that can be the ideal time to get your game plan for 2022. So grab your seat at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash goals. Again, that's AnnaDCornick.com forward slash goals. And let's do this together. All right, it's about time we get started. So let's get this show on the road. You're listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Around here, we believe that busy is not a badge of honor. Your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, is here to share tips and strategies to help you make the most of your time. Listen in on real conversations and success stories to find out how other go-getters are getting things done. If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. Let's play a numbers game. 42%. A few years ago, Dr. Gail Matthews, a psychology professor at the Dominican University in California, conducted a study on goal setting. She gathered more than 200 professionals together from all over the world and many different industries, and she divided them into two groups. People who wrote down their goals and people who didn't. And she discovered that those who wrote down their goals on a regular basis achieved their goals at a significantly higher level than those who just kept them in their head. In fact, she found that you are 42% more likely to achieve your goals simply by writing them down. 42%? That's pretty good. Now, how about 65%? The American Society of Training and Development did a study on accountability. They found that if you commit to someone, tell them you're going to do something like reach a goal, then you have a 65% chance of success. 65%, that's better than 42, that's better than 50-50. That seems like a pretty good chance for success. So here's our last number, 95%. That same American Society of Training and Development study found that if you have a specific accountability appointment with the person you've committed to, in other words, if you have an accountability partner with regular check-ins, your chance of success jumps all the way up to 95%. 95% is nearly 100%. And I like those odds. Accountability isn't just a nice to have when you've set a goal. If you really want to cross the finish line on your biggest, most important, life-changing goals and dreams, having a true accountability setup is absolutely essential. But if it's such a no-brainer, then why don't more of us have accountability partners with regular meetings set up? Here are five common mistakes we make when it comes to setting up an accountability partner relationship and what we can do about them. First big mistake is we don't ask anyone at all. I get it. Sharing your biggest goals with someone else can seem a bit scary. 
It takes a little vulnerability. And if you've never seen Brene Brown's TED Talk about the power of vulnerability, be sure to check that out ASAP. I'll link it in the show notes, but don't miss it. But yeah, sharing your goals with someone requires you to admit that you really want something. And asking a partner to keep you accountable is proof that you're not perfect, that you don't get everything right the first time, and that you need help, like every other human on the planet. If you've ever held back from working with an accountability partner because you don't want anyone to know that you make mistakes, or because you're afraid you might fail... I encourage you to ask yourself, what's the worst that could happen? Maybe you don't hit the mark. Maybe things don't go as planned. But with an accountability partner and regular check-ins, you're more likely to succeed than you are to fail. And the numbers prove it. The second big mistake we make when it comes to working with an accountability partner is that we ask the wrong person. When it comes to choosing a potential accountability partner, you've got to be strategic. The best person to keep you accountable is not always the most obvious choice. Okay, so about 10 years ago, maybe more at this point, my roommate and I, at the time, were training for a half marathon. We were running the same race, we were using the same training program, and we were training with the same girls running group. We had early morning marathon training meetups with our team before work, and we were supposed to be each other's accountability partners to make sure we stuck to the training. I mean, it makes sense. We were both working toward the same goal. We were using the same training program. We lived together. It seemed like a total recipe for success, right? Well, except when my alarm would go off at 4.45 a.m. so we could make it over to the LSU Lakes to start our run by 5, I'd grab my phone from my nightstand and send a text through sleepy eyes to my roommate. Let's just skip this one. We'll be fine. And then she'd text me back from her room across the hall. Good idea. Let's do the run after work. Did we do the run after work? No. No, we didn't. We did eventually make it to the finish line, and huffing and puffing, we got our half marathon medals, but it wasn't pretty because of all of those training runs we skipped. One of the biggest mistakes we can make is asking the wrong person. We ask our roommate or our spouse, our partner, our best friend, our mom, someone close to us to be our accountability partner. And I'm not saying that any of those people can't be a great accountability partner, but sometimes when we choose someone who's so close to us, they might not give it to us straight. They might not hold our feet to the fire. They might cut us too much slack. And as a result, we don't hit our goals. Another big mistake here is that we ask someone who is too busy, who's in a different stage of life, who is in a tough season of life or or something else. And they say yes because they don't want to hurt your feelings. If you start to notice that your buddy is being flaky and letting you slide, or they're not able to make it to regular check-ins, it might be time to find someone else. Okay, y'all, so I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done. 
But sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. Simple things like when my toddlers are giggling and playing nicely together in the backyard, or when a Sunday afternoon nap sounds too good to pass up. We all want more time to enjoy these kinds of things, right? Well, if you love personality quizzes like I do, then you're in for a treat. In my new quiz, which you can take for free at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, I'm helping you uncover what it will take to get you from chaos to calm, to finally feel like you have space in your days. I know it can feel downright frustrating to keep using the same old time management strategies that just don't seem to work for you. You've got the planners, the calendars, apps, you're doing all the things, but you still feel like you have no time. And that's because you need time management strategies that work for your personality and your life. In my 10 plus years working in crisis communications and chaos management, and all the time I've spent with my clients, I've learned that everyone has their own needs. And knowing what those needs are can really help you discover the best approach to planning your days. Knowing yourself can help you ease up busy schedules, and find more calm and clarity in your week. Do you want to know how to get there? To have more breathing room in your days? Let's figure out your time management personality type so you can uncover exactly what you need to do to feel more productive, less stressed, and more balanced. You can take the quiz at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, and I'll make sure to link to the quiz in our show notes. All right, on with the show. So the third common mistake when it comes to working with an accountability partner is that we ask too many people. So some might say the more the merrier. The more people you have keeping you accountable, the more power in the accountability. But remember, the key isn't just committing to someone. It's having regular check-ins. Do you have time to have multiple regular check-ins with all of your accountability buddies? If it starts to feel like too much, or if you're repeating yourself over and over again, you're going to be more likely to get overwhelmed and pull the plug. Keep it simple. Get one partner, set up regular check-ins, and stick to it. So the fourth big reason why accountability partners don't work out is because we don't set up regular (laughs) check-ins. I can't overstate this one enough. The regular check-ins are key to this 95% accountability number. So even though it might feel ridiculous or like overkill, put a weekly or every other weekly phone call on the calendar with your buddy. Use an agenda. Discuss the same things in the same order every time. That'll keep it from turning into a meandering hour-long conversation. Here's a simple four-point agenda that you can use. First, share what you've done since your last conversation. Second, share what you're planning to do next and be as specific as possible. Third, share any obstacles that are in your way. And fourth, celebrate your progress and your wins. Simple enough. And the fifth mistake we commonly make when it comes to accountability partners is that we aren't clear about our expectations. 
We ask someone, hey, I want to do X. Will you be my accountability partner? And they say, sure. And then the conversation dies and it never goes anywhere. And this lack of clear expectations is why most accountability partner relationships sputter out. Don't put all of the work on your accountability partner to check in with you. You need to set the framework for this and get it going. So when you've found the right person and you're ready to make the ask, be prepared to share these three things. First, the goal that you want to be held accountable to. And again, be as specific as possible. Second, how often and how you want to check in. Is it a daily Slack message? Is it a weekly phone call or something else entirely? Be as specific as possible about how often and how you want to check in. And then finally, number three, what kind of support or feedback do you want from them? Are you asking them to be your accountability partner because they've accomplished this goal or because they have a certain level of expertise? Are you asking them to be a cheerleader or keep you motivated when you know that your passion might begin to lag? Be as specific as possible about your expectations. Now, I want to shift gears and give you another accountability option that takes everything we just talked about to the next level. But it does require you to put your money where your mouth is, to make an investment. Abandoned gym memberships, yoga pants that have never seen a workout, online courses that have been purchased but never completed. Making an investment doesn't always equal meaningful action, but the right investment can make all the difference. And the investment that I'm talking about here is working with a coach. When I read my favorite personal development book, The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Papazan for the first time, I couldn't believe what I was reading when I got to page 188. And you will definitely find a link to this amazing book in the show notes. On page 188, they referenced psychologist Kay Anders Erickson's work, The Role of Deliberate Practice in the Acquisition of Expert Performance. And I'm reading straight from the book here, so all the credit goes to the authors for this. Here we go. An accountability partner will positively impact your productivity. They'll keep you honest and on track. Just knowing that they're waiting for your next progress report can spur you to better results. Ideally, a coach can coach you on how to maximize your performance over time. This is how the best become the very best. Did you hear that? This is how the best become the very best. At the time I read that book for the first time, I didn't know much about coaching. And I thought only fancy people or C-suite executives in high-rise buildings worked with coaches. But fortunately, that's not true at all. Anyone can work with a coach and see amazing results. When you combine the unbiased, deadline-oriented accountability from a coach with the power of investing in yourself, you've got a winning combination for making big things happen. And there you have it, my friends. If you want to make your big goals happen, if you want to make your dreams come true, it starts with having a vision for the future. The next step 
is setting smart goals and making a plan. But you'll be hard-pressed to cross the finish line without accountability in place, whether that's accountability from a partner that you set up regular check-ins with or the unbiased expert accountability of a coach. If you've got your vision for the future, if you know what you want but you haven't set goals for 2022, consider me your coach here and ready to help. Join me on December 28th for Ready, Set, Goals, my live goal-setting workshop to walk you through the exact process I use to plan my year and help make sure your goals are smart. This is the method I've used with dozens of clients to help them walk into the new year feeling confident, with a clear vision for the future, and ready to live with intention. We'll start by looking back and reflecting on the past year. We'll look around at the here and now, and then we'll look ahead and set goals with clear expectations and next steps. 2022 is your year. It's our year. So consider me your goal-setting coach and join me for Ready, Set, Goals on December 28th. Grab your seat at AnnaDCornett.com forward slash goals and let's do this together. Seats are limited and doors close on December 22nd. So again, head over to AnnaDCornett.com forward slash goals to grab your seat and let's do this. As always, all of the details from today's episode can be found over in the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 108. All right, that's it for today. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Head over to www.abouttimepodcast.com to join the conversation. Check out the show notes and dive into bonus content so you can start living your best life today. Love this episode? Be sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode.